I took it upon myself to gather <laughs> gather some evidence for the okay. people Love to this. make their own decision. I'm going to present this to our listeners. Nothing can make me more excited. I've turned this over to the authorities. At this point, it's out of my hands. Let's do it. Welcome back to the Wheel Podcast, everyone. This is Miley, legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on uh, the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter. Wheel Route Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. And you can get the show via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Podcast Center, Stitcher, um, and probably others. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at Logan on the Dawn. Come to you guys live. In Stewart, Florida, where we have had a, just a couple peaches of days recently. Man, I'm talking, I'm talking like 74 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, breezy, lovely. Good for working outside. Good for clanging and banging in the gym. Just all around. It's been a good run here. A little bit of rain on the weekend, but we needed that. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I... This week, I'm in Yellville, Arkansas, population 1,200 as of uh, a year ago-ish, I think, according to the 1,201. At least 1,201 now. Hell yeah, brother. Um, (laughs) Doing some fishing, getting to see the great outdoors. Also some great weather in Arkansas these past couple days. Uh, Mid-60s, bluebird skies. Um, Yeah. Spent spent a lot of ter- time reintroducing my skin to sunburn, um, so we are back. We're <laughs> we're well and fully out here for 2021, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm also on Twitter.com at Shank Jordan. And uh, sorry to the haters and losers, but the Who's are ACC champions yet again. Yeah, right. have a bad year, still catching ACC championship. It's crazy. It's wild, it's wild how it works. It's great being on top of the mountain. It really is, Emily. Have you, have you been watching any of the games? Uh, no, not that many. We talked about this on the podcast. I I'm still have. I'm, I'm, I'm like. Uh, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. It's still it's a complicated relationship with. I have a couple with, with UVA basketball. That's probably a healthy move for you in your life. Your yeah, digestive track. Um, yeah, I just actually have had a tough time getting into college basketball in general this year. I haven't really watched a whole lot of college basketball. Watch more NBA. Um, but uh, yeah, longtime Heat fan, Logan Whitehouse, ready, to, ready to check in on the Who's. Uh, time, just time to uh, talk some, talk some trash for tournament time. Whose sweet angelic voice was that that just chimed in on oh, this podcast? Oh, it is I, Coach E, <coughs> at Wheelroad Intern on Twitter. Uh, yeah, also here in Stewart. No surprise, because you know I'm married to you. That's right. That's right. I'm the lover on the show. One of the lovers. Yeah, <laughs> just really embracing uh life in in the midst of remodel you know it is how we doing team (laughs) uh there's a lot of radical acceptance happening on a daily basis in our home (laughs) you know you clean something up and you just realize like oh okay like this yeah it's gonna be nice once the shower is in because that there's just a lot of clutter that deals with the shower we still have the um Vanity in, the middle, the vanity in the middle of the front hallway. 
Uh, we could probably put that in the bedroom if we really wanted to, since... Yeah, our bedroom has kind of become like a holding ground. Yeah, we have not been living in the bedroom, as previously discussed. Um, did get the shower pan in this weekend and then hit a bit of a snag. Had a lot of momentum on Saturday morning, was feeling great, feeling myself. Got the shower pan in, trimmed the drain to the appropriate elevation, installed the drain correctly. We got silicone. We're doing great. And then opened the box for the the back wall of the shower. So the, the 48 inch long wall of the 48 inch by 34 inch shower that I have. Um, and it was, there was a big crack in the bottom of the, uh, the shower wall panel that I had. So, um, immediately start eyeballing it and tell myself, you know, could probably just put it in and just, you know, silicone the living bejesus out of it. But, uh, kind of talked myself out of that. And I made a call over to, uh, the uh, home improvement store of my of my choosing, who is in the doghouse right now, so I won't give them any free publicity. Yeah, no free ads, um, ever. No free ads. Um, anyhow, they said to bring it back, and uh, to their credit, they actually there was one at the Jensen Beach location. So uh, a couple a couple buddies stopped by, unannounced actually, with beers. Scared Emily a little bit, I think, Just rolling into the house. More unannounced um, guests. Yes, yeah. yes, they they stopped by to. Ch- and uh, um, anyhow, long story short, uh, Sweet talked to them into taking me up to Jensen Beach, and we swapped it out. No problems, no questions asked. Uh, got they had one on the shelf actually up there, so we brought it back. And um, I kind of went to go slide it in yesterday, and I realized I need to cut out about two more inches of drywall all around the top of my shower because it's a little bit taller. So that's the next step. <laughs> so uh, you know, baby steps, baby steps around these parts. But um, yeah. other than that. Uh, we had it was a good weekend of balance, right? We had yes. that going on, but then we also spent the day with some friends. Sunday it was a gorgeous day oh, here, uh, and we spent the day brunching. Uh, spent the whole day brunching. Yeah, wow, it, uh, eased in with some Bloody Marys and brunching like bad. Shout out to shout out to my man Uncle Silk. <laughs> and uh, then we kind of like uh, had some appetizers and eventually had actual brunch at like. 4.30. Yeah. It was great. Just in time. Yeah. <laughs> Just in time. Started off with a pretty aggressively poured um, Bloody Mary. Woo. Our man was, Mike which, yeah. knows how to Shout out to Mike Ortega, which is really good, but um, quickly determined that I probably didn't need to be doing back-to-back once of those. So I transitioned into the, the, the Michelada game. You know what I'm saying? Get a little – so, you know, continuing with the Bloody Mary vibes and heartburn. Uh, listen, cool. remember – when Scott Van Pelt tweeted about Tom Brady uh, being drunk and was like, yeah, Daytona Beach drunk while the sun's still out. That's a bumpy landing. A little bit of a bumpy landing for the White House family on uh, <laughs> on Sunday afternoon. Was it? I don't know that we ever got, like, drunk per se, but it was like you've been just kind of day doing drinking. that day drinking you're extended. Oh, oh, you're flirting with the line. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and and you're also drinking a lot of more tomato juice probably than you normally do. So you're that outside, can't. So- Yes, yes, that can't be good. And then you just like hammer a huge meal because you're very hungry. And um, Tums were in high demand. Oh man, we got home and we watched the Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. And and (laughs) just like I think I went to bed at like nine thirty on Sunday night, which is very early for me. Definitely one of those meals, like Logan said, you were just like so hungry, so you ate. And like I mean, this was a heavy-handed like Southern brunch, like smoked pork like jalapeno cheddar waffles, mm-hmm. deviled eggs, the whole nine yards. 
And so you're just like so full. And keep in mind, we ate at 4.30. Usually if you eat at that time, especially on a Sunday, you might dabble with some snacks later. There was no dabbling. Uh, I dabbled. I had some chips and all it did was just re-aggravate me. And yeah. I was sweating again. So just woke um, up the GI tract again. Right. Uh-huh. Exactly. Had some water. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. Good weekend, must say. Always a good time. But yes, the the uh the great remodel, um slow progress, but progress nonetheless. Once we get the shower in, and then it's gonna be floors, and then I gotta call the drywall guy. And then things should kind of start coming into place. You gotta paint probably. You're probably gonna want to paint. You think a new color in there? What? White. Mauve? A white. Decorator's white? Yeah. Love Decorator's white. Big, Big fan. fan of Decorator's white. Around. Very versatile. <laughs> For sure. So anyhow, so Jordan, your travels have taken you abroad to Arkansas. How is, is this your first travel during the pandemic? Uh, yeah, first airline plane, travel. Plane travel, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and for the most part, I, I don't have complaints to this point. We'll see Same. how the remainder of the journey goes. Um, so my flight was Dulles to Atlanta and then connected in Atlanta to come to Little Rock. Uh, Dulles to Atlanta was 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning or Sunday morning. Uh, 34 people on the entire flight. So we all wow. just love to see it. All had our own three seat rows in there. Um the flight to Little Rock was a little more crowded, uh, but I still have my own row. I think I've got an intimate, an intimidating vibe unintentionally on airplanes, right. so so people don't mess with this, which turns out to be a, an advantage in these Useful. times, yeah. in these unprecedented times. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, That's right. The the lounge experience was a little different in Atlanta. Uh, we got in like half an hour early. So instead of just going right to the gate, went to the lounge, not to brag, uh, but, uh, this is the Southwest lounge. <laughs> no, this is the lounge that you get access to for overpaying for a, a chase Sapphire reserve every year. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. So got in there and there, there weren't a whole lot of people, but man, the people in there were just so happy to not be wearing a mask. Like, yeah. And, and I get it. You're eating, you're drinking, whatever. I was, I tried to be very cognizant of like, if I'm not pounding my coffee from the self-serve coffee machine, you're just out smacking lips in the open. Yeah. yeah I'm going to keep my mask on in between sips and bites as the gate agent told us, uh, before we got on the plane that didn't really apply in the lounge. Um, but yeah, all so far so good. So we'll, good. we'll see how it continues on. Yeah, my I, I flew back in August uh, up to Virginia, and must say, completely pleasant. Was even better than normal. No one, no one in your way, no one uh, sitting in your row, no problems. I said, say, oh. <laughs> the dog is just sawing some logs sawing back here behind us. I, I can't. I'm not making any so noise. up, so she is really getting after it deep <laughs> deep in the uh, deep in the slumber cave there some some uh, hard playing with the ball there earlier tonight she really was. wore herself out so we didn't get to go out for our oh, normal evening right um all right cool well uh, what are we drinking tonight fam anybody got anything to share uh, I've got a, I guess, bigger than normal probably a multi-serving size of Perrier uh, the oh. lemon variety, because that. How's the lemon? It it's fine. Uh, I would prefer like 
to buy my own lemon and squeeze it in the drink. Yes, but understood. I just went for convenience this time. I don't need a whole lemon at the Airbnb for one evening, one podcast right. recording. Jordan, did you see that meme that came across the uh, the Instagram sphere that was just a picture of a Tipo Chico and it said, if these start showing up at your local restaurants, you know the rent's going up in town. Really cracked me up. About to get really, gentrified. Really cracked me up. Love, love to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could make a solid argument that Tempo Chico is 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 more value than some other of the other bubblies, though. I would agree. Uh, the Walmart, especially that you get them in a glass bottle. Yeah, the Walmart in Harrisonburg just bumped the the price of a case up a whole twenty five cents, so we're now Ooh. paying above eight dollars for twelve. Uh, but I've adjusted. Yeah. I've adjusted the budget accordingly, and <laughs> That's we're good. dealing with it. Right, right. That's the way to work through it. Emily, what are you working on? Um, well, you know, I'm back on my, my week weekday sobers, weekend for boozing, you know. Weekend uh, for closers. <laughs> <laughs> so I am enjoying a San Pellegrino blood orange variety. Wow, so much Pellegrino synergy going on here. Um, I made myself a little uh, old-fashioned. So Very working nice. on that. Got a bottle of uh, Russell's Reserve 10-year um, on the sale rack. Uh, so I've been building up the bourbon library, Emily, in case you haven't noticed. I have I've noticed. So um, I just try to go in and just see if there's any, like, ridiculous sales. And then I'll just buy the thing that's on the ridiculous sale just to add to the library. Yeah. I've hey, been there. <laughs> yeah. Right. So sure. it's nice. It's yeah. nice to have. But uh, this is pretty good. It's the big block of ice for me that really that, that's really changed the game around here. Doesn't get watered down so fast. So when you make your old fashioned at home, are you, do you have just like a simple syrup container on deck, or are you muddling the sugar and making it drink mm. by drink basis? How how are I'm we doing, doing it even I'm doing it even worse than that. I bought like a, a bottle of like of uh, old fashioned you know craft old fashioned mix. Oh. Um, and I just have it in the fridge. So then I just have a little, uh, what is the little thing called? A jigger. Um, and I just make the drink with the jigger. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, listen, I tell, I tell my friend, uh, shout out to friend of the podcast, Sean LaSalle. And he always gives me this big speech about how I need to be making my own simple syrup at home. It's very easy. I understand it's very easy, but I look at this old fashioned mix and there's more to it than just simple syrup. Right. You got bitters. Yeah, some bitters in there. Probably looks like some orange essence mm -hmm. or something. This tastes pretty good. Um, it could use a little orange. But hey, you know, I'm just Trial having a experience. I do have a cherry, though. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. Cherry guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, while we're talking liquor, I, I went 0 for 4 in the most recent uh, ABC lottery in Virginia uh, for limited release products. So nature is healing, guys. Don't don't worry. Yeah. The lottery system is back. I'm back to going over on what were basis. what were they like a bottle of Pappy and uh, none of the Van Winkles yet. There was a there's a Michter's twenty five year, which was twelve hundred dollars a bottle. Um, there were only five bottles available for the whole state of Virginia. Um, that had some big flip potential if yes. you could find the right landing spot for yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> there was an E.H. Taylor, um, and I forget what the other two were. But doesn't matter because I didn't get any of them. So. Right, right, right. Well, way to be out there. Um, we'll be back to uh, missing out on Masters tickets here pretty soon, too. Yep. 
um, another few months probably. That'll so. kick off Looking the start of summer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Emily, what's on your mind? Nothing. Busy, grinding, <laughs> working hard. All of the above. Soothing souls. Yeah. You got any new fun, fun new clients to report on? Without breaking HIPAA stuff? <laughs> nope. Fair enough. All right. I tried. <laughs> um, you look very cozy. I felt right like now. I gave my recap already. That's what I was sorry. That was just. Don't be sorry. Sorry, sorry. We're out here, we're out here making content for the people. Yeah. Uh, real quick, <laughs> some sports news. Les Miles, no longer the coach at Kansas. For, they, uh, for good they, reason, it seems. They got they got less. Yeah, they got less as well. Um, I guess there was a, a, some untoward behavior from uh, Mr. Miles dating back a couple of stops. Like 2013. Yeah. So anyhow, um, he's no longer the coach of Kansas. Really holding out hope that one Todd Grantham gets a look. I think he could do great things with that roster. He's shown a propensity to maximize the talent on the field, get guys in the right places to make plays. In Kansas, you know, a lot of JUCO players. You got a lot of older defensive starters there. Did you see Godfrey tweet, tweet that there were a lot of hopeful Virginia Tech fans in his DMs today? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's hilarious. But, um, yeah, and I don't know who would want that He's dabbled with the Big 12 before. He's flirted with the Big 12 school before. He really has. He really has. And God, I mean, can you imagine? First of all, like, I guess Virginia Tech, the spin cycle for the Virginia Tech fans, too, after their coach left to go coach freaking Kansas for in the Kansas middle. Football. Like, two, a month after signing day, probably, in which in they the middle signed, of the like, pandemic. two total players. Oh, oh, it would be delightful. That's maybe what we need. That would be the shot in the arm that 2021 needs to yeah. get us rolling again. That could be like a temporary vaccine for some. Want to talk about? Yeah, want to talk about nature healing? <laughs> uh, we got Virginia Tech fans spinning their coach leaving for Kansas. <laughs> oof, oof. You're right. That would be good. Um, anyhow, I don't know that there's any other college football news of big note. Um, this is the time of year where all the highly uh, touted quarterback prospects for the 2021 class have now started to commit. And the dominoes are falling into place. So, you know, Alabama and Clemson are going head to head for a guy. He commits to Alabama. Then the backup kid gets an offer from Clemson that day, immediately commits gets to Clemson. A committable so, offer. Yeah. yeah. His, yes, his offer yeah. suddenly gets committable all of a sudden. Right. Right. Which, dude, non committable offer, that's not an offer. That, that, that's uh, yeah, ridiculous. that's just a baby back. <laughs> yeah, so for bad. sure. But, yeah, so this is that time of year. Um, yeah. We got a lot of spring spring practice going on right now. So, uh, Coach Dan Mullen's going live on Instagram most days of the week, uh, showing the defense. You know, missing tackles. You know, nature's healing for sure. I think we're getting back to normal. Things things are really looking up in the heartland. Um, but speaking of looking up, Mr. Matt James. Hell of a week for Mr. Matt James. Am I right? Oh, are you right? Yeah. All right. So. A little bit of Bachelor talk here. Regrettably, somehow, we still have another episode to go of this show. But um, hey, it's one and not two. It's one and not two. I mean, I guess we have after the final rose. Don't they usually lump that together? Probably. Hmm. Right after the final rose. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like it a live event. it's going to be a separate episode. It's either going to be a separate episode or it's, it's going to be a two-day one of those event. things where they like in and out of the, like the actual episode and the after the final rose. I mean, I would like, love that because there cannot be two hours worth of these two girls and him. 
talk, crying and talking and, and going through general heartache. But um, let's get to it, Emily. So back at the NEMA colon, we are. And uh, I guess first things first, we have Matt's, Matt meeting his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, little bit of a curveball. They teased it last episode, yes? Yeah. Dang, I thought I put this in the notes. Sorry, y'all. It would appear you did not, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, no yeah, they, they teased it a little bit, and I think they kind of tried to make it seem like uh, they maybe surprised Matt with it. Uh, it. It didn't seem like... It seemed like maybe like Matt wanted this to happen, or there was some sort of agreement in which Matt wanted this he to happen. He was not surprised for, by it. Yes, he was not surprised by his dad showing up. Go ahead, Emily. Uh, uh, there's a lot of... Okay. We'll, we'll get to Matt and James' actual tweet about this last night because oh, it, was a good, really? it was a good tweet. Nice. My problem with it, I was very uncomfortable through the whole thing. Like, yeah. granted, yeah. it did seem like Matt, maybe this was his call, but, like, you could even tell Matt was uncomfortable with it. I think it was just a really bad call on the part of producers to – air it or the parts of it they chose to air i think it came across as very like exploitative and maybe even perpetuating some uh stigmas we have in our cultural culture about letters Mm -hmm. so it made me it was pretty uncomfortable and i kind of felt for and in no way saying that like matt james dad is without faults and flaws because it does seem like there are some things he deserved to be confronted on but i did feel for the guy of like oh you're doing this here (laughs) in front of yeah all of this like this camera crew and this is going to be on national television i just it yeah it just kind of felt icky to me and then i think go ahead no i i would just say it felt very much like we're we're taking good intentions which like i think on paper matt if he legitimately wanted to have that discussion that's awesome that's a very mature and wise thing to do but to then jump and say we will make content out of this yes really is like you said icky but it also made it feel and the way they cut and produced it but it made it just feel like we've got his dad here and now we're going to put him in this corner yep. and line him up in front of the firing squad and like ring an apology yep. and emotions out of him. We're like, yes, if you would have just like kept the cameras out of the house, let them hash things out. And then maybe they do a, a two on one interview with Chris. Like, what'd you guys talk about? Do you, what do you guys want to publicly let us in on? What do you want to keep private? Like that yeah. would have felt much more appropriate. Right, right. Or even for Matt to be able, because like the other thing about it is it, it did seem like uh, that then became the thing he talked about on every single date. And it's like, even that, like the way he did it, though, I think was still more respectful than how things were maybe sliced together and shown. Because like when he was talking to women, he pretty much just, yeah, like I confronted my dad on some things. Like I, I knew I needed to do that for myself moving forward. There's still things we need to work on, but I'm hoping he'll be in my life. Like, I think there's a way, like, yeah, like you were saying, Jordan, we kind of know that maybe he met with his dad and had a conversation, but it was behind closed doors without cameras. And, like, let that be their private conversation that Matt needed yeah. instead of, like you said, exploiting it for content purposes. Just, ugh. Yeah. 
rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, and the well, whole time I just kept thinking, there needs to be a therapist facilitating this conversation. Right. Like it was professional in the room. <laughs> right. Well, not only that, but I mean, that's the kind of thing that like, you don't just have a conversation. Right. And, and he, he said as much at the end to be fair to him, but it was definitely sold as like, this was something I needed to get off my chest. And I got it off my chest, and now I'm feeling good to move forward with fantasy suites. Like, okay, uh, like a hell of a hell of a transition there from like life altering father conversation, um, absent father conversation, um, and yeah, I guess I'm. It certainly was the most um, I would say combative or real that we've. I don't. I shouldn't say real. It was the most combative we've seen, Matt, which I kind of enjoyed um yeah he's kind of a pushover we've seen him sure he's kind of a pushover in some of these conversations um in in general doesn't have a whole lot to say uh and i mean i don't know we kind of went after his dad a little bit there and like i don't think this was the venue to do that but is it was interesting to see that from him so um right and i think another thing that i would have been concerned about is like with with the cameras present like how how authentic was that conversation and did it really go in the direction they wanted it to or it should have yeah. they being matt and his dad or were mm-hmm. there moments of just like well i've got to steer this in a direction because it's being filmed or like yeah we've got to check off certain boxes or we've got to reach a particular conclusion to make this show worthy that, yeah, it, it seemed like there was a pretty big energy shift mid-conversation and then things kind of got better and his dad, you know, more or less apologized and, you know, promised to try to be better or whatever. Which, like, I mean, ultimately, if you're going to have one conversation, it's probably the best that could have come out of it, but definitely was, uh, uh, definitely was um, interesting. Uh, so Matt sure. James tweeted, Tonight's conversation with my dad was hard to experience. And it's just as hard to watch all this time later, especially knowing the world is watching with me. I just wanted to say that too often we see dangerous stereotypes and negative depictions of black fathers in media, and they have consequences when presented without context. And then he gives a link to a resource to learn more about that. All I hope is that people watch that conversation with nuance, care, and also an understanding that there are real systemic issues at play. I'm so proud of myself for being vulnerable and I'm so proud of my mother. I wouldn't be who I am without my dad. That's a fact. Yeah. Well, Fair enough. Yeah. But that was well said. Do you think the conver- you think the conversation furthered stereotypes about uh about absent the the idea I, of the absent black father? I don't think I don't think it's necessarily the conversation itself. I think it's I think Jordan hit the nail on the head. It's that that conversation was then exploited for content. And that's like, now we, we don't really know anything about Matt James, really, right. nor anything about his father. And yet sure. this is all we get to know about his dad and his relationship with his dad. And this is the only like way we're experiencing yeah. their relationship. And I think that is what perpetuates that stereotype of the absent black father. Um, and yeah, I, I think again, the lack of, lack of context and the lack of maybe thoughtfulness on how to present that story, maybe with more care. Hmm. Um, and I think it said, well, like Rachel Lindsay often will talk about this on like the higher learning podcast. 
when you don't have people in the production or editing room who are also people of color, you basically, you have white people trying to tell a black person's story. And I think that's also what perpetuates those stigmas because you're not telling the story with that care from that lens. And that like that sometimes manifests itself in simple, you know, we can laugh it off ways like, oh, the ESPN social desk confused two chains for future on Instagram recently. And like, oh, ha ha, there's a stupid intern. But it's actually, like you said, a, a symptom of a much larger problem that when these situations come up, there's no easy fix it button. Oh, crap, yeah. let's, let's hire somebody real quick that we can fix it. Like it has to be built into your system, into your writer's room, into your producer's yep. room. Yep. 100%. So anyway, that was Matt's combo with his dad. Yeah, so kind of a heavy that. kind of a heavy start to the show. Yeah. But, uh, you know, things went well, so we quickly transitioned into Fantasy Suite Date Week. Michelle's up first. And boy, oh boy, Emily, Jordan. This, this really hit home for yeah, Jordan we, and Emily. We got a Pennsylvania Dutch spa date. Back to represent. our roots. Yep. There's um no way that this is actually a Pennsylvania Dutch spa. I have a hard right. time believing that. It was way I feel too like uh, yeah, there's no way the Pennsylvania Dutch even have something called a spa day because it's not humble enough and way too sensual. Right, it's way too self indulgent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, How and, and when do you have time for all that spa between milkings? Yeah, right. It's definitely right. just say like, okay, like what do Pennsylvania Dutch people do? Okay, eat oatmeal, <laughs> milk, churn butter, and oats. Yeah, see, they confuse Quakers for Pennsylvania Dutch. That, yeah, that's so big no. First mistake. Thought oatmeal. That guy we don't. Pennsylvania. We don't eat oatmeal. We eat. We eat a uh, grit. No, 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 not grits. Uh, cream of wheat. Cream of wheat yeah. and mush. Cornmeal. That's oh. true. When, uh, when they walked into that little room, I was expecting Moe's Shroot to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> Yet yep. again, confusing uh, the screen area for, uh, for Pennsylvania Dutch Unbelievable. Didn't even go on. Um, yeah, so. I even mean, weirder, hold on, is that usually when you get a spa date on The Bachelor, there's like people there. Right. You're running the spa, the massaging you. Yeah. And because of COVID, it's literally just like Matt and Michelle trying to figure it out. Like, okay, I guess we're going to put our feet in this oatmeal. Yeah. And we're going to. They brought a masseuse out. Like, they have masseuses on the premises. One lady was rubbing down Tyler C. for for the prank date. (laughs) Like, they they are available. They just chose, for whatever reason, to to leave them alone. (laughs) Ha ha. Yeah, so anyhow, um, things, of course, get hot and sexy, and we're... What part... Okay, let's start with what aspect would have been the most disgusting to you, and then what part do you think you might have like, seen yourself getting into out of the, the milk bath, oh. the oatmeal foot soak, or rubbing each butter. other down with butter? The milk bath is a clear, far and away, <laughs> most disgusting thing. For me, for me. Milk. For, for me, it's the milk bath. Um I, I suppose the butter rub down could have been somewhat enjoyable. I think I would yeah, that... be down for the the oatmeal thing. Like mm-hmm. I I think there's nothing I'm... there's nothing scary about it. It's probably just a different sensation and then once you're just chilling in there, it probably doesn't feel all that bad. And look like they sometimes put like oat. Yeah, when you have chicken 
They have oatmeal baths. Yeah, or like in foot soaks and stuff. So I agree with Jordan. I feel like that might have been the most like, okay, I could I could get around this. Like, <laughs> I could see where you're coming from. Yeah, but it wasn't like it wasn't like if you're gonna do something like touching each other. Yeah, like, I'd rather rub, rub butter, butter on you. Than but I also don't know that I really want to be like <laughs> just like have butter like. In my pores. Yeah, but at least butter is like a grease, you know. It's a nat. It's it's a natural grease, not on like a, a massage oil. Yeah, you're... milk is not that. Yeah. Yeah, and especially depending on what temperature the milk's at. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of questions. Like. Yeah. I, they had or some, it's they had ice cold milk. Things in there, so I'm sure there's yeah. like a potpourri of sorts to, to maybe mask here. some some uh, warm milk. Nose yeah, I will think, yeah. The other option is that the milk is ice cold, and that can't be pleasurable. Just, just freaking ALS uh, ice bucket challenge each other with. Uh, bro, with I think cold I'd milk. rather sit in cold milk than hot. Milk. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, I don't know if hot. I don't know if I would say hot milk. Or like lukewarm temperature milk. milk. <laughs> Fresh out the teat milk. Yeah, give it to me ice cold. Ninety-eight point six degree. Kitty milk. <laughs> <laughs> all right well anyhow so i mean sure the surely they were all have popped up on sexual energy after greased the butter up. rubbed down yeah and and greased up um wonder how the shower went listen i used to work at the chick-fil-a and i would come out of that place like caked in peanut oil and it was like bad kind of film residue yeah yeah <laughs> And you would have to take like the hottest shower just to kind of cut through the hair and and peanut oil on the face situation. Mm. I can like only when imagine. I worked at Taste of Thai and I'd smell like fish oil. Mm. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Same idea, but probably you know probably worse in your situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, pretty pretty stinky. I smelled like a henny penny two thousand. You smelled like fish oil. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that all said, uh, so yeah, wait, what they go, to, they have dinner, and it's the usual. Like they kind of make goo goo gaga faces at each other. And... The best part was watching Logan watch Michelle say all the things she could possibly say, Holy except Lord. "I love you." She like, was really dancing around. You're yeah, my person. <laughs> See a future with you. I really care about you. I think about you. Like all this stuff. And say the words. Say the words. Yeah, she uses like, I mean, she she talks like a teacher sometimes to Matt. Yeah. Like, yeah. talks lovingly to her students, probably the exact same way. But that's mm-hmm. just her lexicon. Second grader sometimes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Anyway. So they went to the fantasy suite. She finally says, "I love you," and then they—it's the classic. They can't like stop saying it to each other. Like the next morning, you know. Ugh. It's like, what well, did he ever say it back to her? Yes. Did when it? yeah, when oh. she was leaving, he said it, and then she's like, "I love you too." Wow. Yeah. A real a a, a classic Ben from last season move here, just like the uh, I love her, I love her. Oh, I love you, I love oh. you. I love you now. I know I love you. I'm falling for you. I'm falling in love with you. I love you. Interesting content on that guy's Instagram, also. Yeah. He has an OnlyFans page. Oh boy. That is, but no, apparently, yeah. But, but hear me out. But apparently, he uses it as like a platform to sell his weightlifting content, like weightlifting programs and such. Get out of here! I'm just saying. I mean, if creative I get use cut of, up like Ben. I might. I've listen, a few dollars he, to get cut up. Like he looks. That. He looks good. He looks good. 
I think he works at a Deuce gym. Oh. With like Sal Masakela. Deuce Gruden. And Logan Dope. <laughs> no, no. No. He would his traps would be way bigger. I like that dope. Logan is saying all these things to me as if I'm supposed to know like that gym and that yeah. other person. You don't know Sal Masakela? No. The black guy from the X Games? No. Oh, dude. A classic he used to host uh like, E T V shows. Yeah, dreads. Long dreads. Huh. I'm sure if you showed me a picture, I would know who it is. We, I think we listened to multiple podcasts with him. He's I'm a good, sure, again, he's a good dude. I'm sure I have. I just, I'm not recalling. I'm not putting the. That said, screen. Ben has an OnlyFans that he has repurposed, not to sell like pictures of his V line or anything, but to, but to like but sell to others his. But hey, if he wanted to. But but to sell that people should do three sets of six on the on the flat bench before going to three sets of seven, slightly lighter on the incline. And uh, and making sure you do two second pauses at the bottom. Got to hit that eccentric contraction. You feel me? Elongate those fibers, girl. All right. Who's up next? What, where are we? Where are we taking this? Well, we shit? should make a note before we go on to the next hometown. So there's always the awkward in between where all the girls. Uh, oh. And, oh, it's so show. mean. And it's only something they've been doing oddly since Peter's season, which was the ultimate and pinnacle. Of awkward moments. Other seasons, they're like traveling and they're separated. They even like arrive to the country at different times. They have no idea in what order their fantasy suites are. This whole thing of like you actually know and <laughs> then you have to see each other in between. It's just oh, you have to walk cool. a shame yeah. right back in. The but other girls Peter's wasn't so a quarantine season, was it? Right. I wow. can't remember why they did it in his. I think they honestly did it, like production did it, because they knew how uncomfortable Maddie was. Oh, she was gonna bail. She was the cho- she yeah. was the chosen one, and she was gonna bail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was seeming like Rachel was gonna pull a Maddie, um, but she because she was really losing it. So much preferable to what we're probably about to witness in the next couple of weeks. Yes. She just really loses it every time one of these women come back. The whole, like, I really love him. I can't believe he's with another woman. And there might be a in a few days. But the best thing to note is when Michelle comes back from her date and Rachel starts losing it, like, Michelle just, like, just kind of like, okay, and let's have a moment. And she makes Jim Halpert level eye contact with the camera at some point and it's the best thing oh, I've ever it was seen. Great. Yeah, I made like, Logan rewind so we could watch it. It was again. like it long was so distance good. eye contact with the camera too, which was wild. But yeah, I mean Rachel too also is like really what? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just playing. He's just playing multitasking. Just, just playing with some stuff. I don't okay. you think I do? I mean, sometimes I think you might have touches. I'm touched, Emily. I'm freaking... By an angel. I'm a high achiever. I can't help it that my brain operates at just a different hey, level. no one said that people with ADD or ADHD can't be intelligent smart people. They're usually some of the most intelligent. That's why my handwriting is so bad. It's because my brain works faster than my muscles. Okay. Is that why you also suck at the Right. <laughs> <laughs> Get my muscles working faster. Um, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. Okay. Well, moving on. Well, you interrupted me because I was putting the sticker on the box. No, I, yeah. I, I will say talking. about that, like, that th- three-person sit-down on, on the couches. Yes. I, I thought it was impressive how little Michelle seemed to pity Rachel. Like, yes. she just kind of kept the same energy the whole time. Yep. Um, 
which again, teaching background probably has some experience dealing with unnecessary tantrums and displays of emotion that are a little bit exaggerated or unwarranted. Right. Um, she's a pro's pro. What what can you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, impressive move. Um, you think that they did the sex? Um, I don't know. Yeah, goodness, probably. They really make it seem like this happens on three straight nights as well. Do, oh, it's do just we so think, disturbing. Do we think that that actually is just three straight nights of no of just unwarranted? I've I've heard enough canoodling. like podcasts where they interview Casting leads and, and contestants. There's at there is at least like twenty four hours, but I think and even that like oh, I good. think. I think sometimes it's a few Give more. Give Matt days. a chance to get back on the Peloton first. Have, yeah. Let Matt have a chance to have a cigarette and a, and a Mountain Dew Zero. Really recenter himself. I mean, himself. I totally get why Rachel's <laughs> losing it. I mean, it's super cringy if you're thinking about it. Yeah, it's just no, like, ugh. For sure. It was just funny, though, the way that she talked about it. Like, I just cannot. Like, she was doing the, like, dance all the way around it without saying the S word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I just can't imagine him just experiencing Spending the intimacy that intimate time he likely is the time that i know i need and it's like oh god but yeah i mean listen i get it I, I just think that the the three girls in the room sit down is so wild that they do this i kind of think and again who knows i've had sex with all three of them but like i kind of get the vibe that he only had sex with rachel Okay. I don't know. Okay. You know, Brie looked a little freshly sexed. Brie. I mean, everybody Brie, was looking Brie pretty... kind of unkempt. Everybody was looking pretty bubbly post-Matt James. I mean, it could have just been the Matt James ab experience, too, that had them all... Completely Michelle, I was getting vibes. Like, she kept referencing, like, waking up next to Matt. I get the vibe from them. Like, they probably did some heavy petting. <laughs> Maybe some dry humping. OTPH case. And, you, and you know, we're just happy to, to fall asleep. Happy to fall asleep next to each other and wake oh, up shit. next to each other. I so <laughs> like okay. Maybe I'm giving Matt too much credit. I think it's likely. I, I think it's you like definitely are. I would the man doesn't wear underwear with his jeans. You know, he's. There's a part of me that's like, I think he probably knew he was going to be the one you sent home. So my hope would be that he wouldn't do you know, that. No, that's a good point. No, that that is a good point. <clears throat> Side note, Bree, gorgeous. I don't know Stop. how you don't don't you know go all the way if you have a night with Bree in the in the biblical sense. Yeah, lie together in the biblical. She's sense. gorgeous. Girls showed up. I know. I'm jumping ahead. Girl showed up to the oh rose ceremony. Gosh. Oh, she looked good. Like looking. Uh, uh. Moral of the story: Brie looks really good. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Well, also, amazing woman. So Probably cool one of those people who deserves better than this show can bring her. So. I would agree. This franchise, even. Go out right. there and Let make. Yeah, ways. go. I did say though that I, you know, Ivan is out here just hitting the peck deck hard. He saw. He saw Brie. She's from California. She's got a job in tech. He's an engineer. Synergies. You know, he's 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 ready to roll. We're gonna have some beautiful babies together. Love it. Love it. Another mixed race love story, as uh, he put it. Those are his words. And an MRLS, we like to call this. 
Uh, all right, um, Emily. Let's let's move on. So shout out to Michelle. All right, listen, Michelle, completely nice. Seems great. All right, love her. All right, what? Can't imagine she wins. No. All right, uh, <laughs> go on. To we have Brie next, yes. Yes, Brie just keeps getting to, in her words. I don't know how I keep getting out dates outside because I'm the least outdoorsy person. Her first date was she looks adorable in her woodsy outfit. ATV uh, ATV accident date. Her hometown was uh, mudding, which she claims that she did a lot yeah, growing I, up. I think that was a lie. Yeah, I think that was a, they're was making the kind me of do like this. twinge of of sarcasm. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I did this all the time. <laughs> totally, production made her do it. Yeah. And then she was on quite a few of the like group days that involved a lot of like outdoorsy time. Like, yeah. anyway. So yeah, shout out to Bree. They went hiking through the woods. Um, eventually, caught to a site where they had to pitch a tent. Mm. And lots and of pitch a tent. Well, the double entendres just exploded all over the campsite. <laughs> And then uh, he's like, ha-ha, don't worry, we're not sleeping here. And, you know, they go to dinner. Dinner turns into another fantasy suite. But once again, <laughs> poor Brie, she was really holding it together. She's like, this is beautiful. Their dinner was at this, like, lodge-looking place with like a ton a of, like, antler <laughs> Yes. And she's like, oh, this is so beautiful. I'm like, oh, Brie. And then they go to basically, like, a log cabin for their overnight uh, and i was like oh this poor girl like i mean they're probably maxing out what the has. one of the like the big seasonal cabela's catalogs i don't know if either of you have had the pleasure my grandparents 100 have 100 have yes in in the the home decor section where they sell like the bedding and the lamps this yeah. was like a staging area for that section of the cabela's catalog it was uncanny. well well said yeah yeah i can see it like the deep flannel uh like sheets turned down the mossy oak comforter yeah two separate it, they were like those like furry blankets one on each side of the bed oh like, yeah they just oh. plopped skins down they also yeah. had, had pelts in the uh the Pennsylvania Dutch spa experience. Oh, that's right. They were like they were getting buttered up and then rolling all over these animals. Oh, <laughs> Gross. Take me right here on this pelt, you brood. This red fox. But yeah, it's pretty obvious <laughs> Bree was gonna be the one to go home. He never said I love you back. He did a lot of the like swooping in for a fast kiss when she expressed his feeling her feelings for him. Oh, and so. he did the like I knew I knew it was game over when they met for dinner and like she went in like she might want to kiss him and he like quick ducked away and just hugged her to the side. Ooh, I, was like, oh, I didn't even pick up on that. that. Bastard. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, Brie. You yeah, so I mean tough tough for Brie. We're really giving away the plot here in case, you know, in case people only get their bachelor content from us. Yeah. But R.I.P. Brie. Um we have another sad Rachel when Brie comes back. Uh, she's, Shorty's really going down. through it. She misses her phone. She needs home. to tweet. She, she wishes she could just be tweeting through it right now, but she can't, which is probably for the best. Or storming. Yeah. Going yeah. live on her story. Guys, I just. Filming sad TikToks share. like that girl that's standing on top of that table dancing and crying. And Checking her time. followers are in parlor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting her ID verified. Submitting her uh, copies of her social security cards. Yeah. We also get 
to no three very 90s outfits from rachel in this episode beginning of the episode oh, yeah, when they're doing the like the girls are walking and like they're and she's doing just like, grilling long distance no 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 i'm talking about the very beginning of the episode when you know the, uh, the girls are just walking there and they're like filming them they're, when they're thinking. she's in like this shift dress but then with like a long like men's sport coat thing on oh so must have borrowed that from mj and then she also at one point, I think it was after Michelle's date, she's in like uh like wide leg pant, like blue jeans, but then she's got that the skinny cardigan that she has like unbuttoned like the top three buttons and then has like three buttons in the middle buttoned and then three at the bottom. Oh, so like like a Christina Aguilera type. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was like very light jeans. And I mean, yeah, that's not a kit. That's not a kit type outfit. No, that's like, that's straight oh, out of the nineties. Kit, kit was wearing a pretty, a pretty wild outfit earlier. It's fashion. Yeah. Was very similar. She was wearing this wild shirt on her date Oof. that it was just like was basically cut a cutout for her. It was really bad. Like it was like, Ooh, I, don't, I just don't I just, understand Generation X, I guess. I just don't. Yeah. No, Z. Whatever. Generation, Generation Z. Yeah. I, I don't, the others. I don't want to be too be judgy about any one person's body. Yeah. But, like, you probably didn't need to. Like, I would not rock the shirt that just showed off my belly button. No. Look, I don't have the lower bo- the lower belly for that. You gotta. N- nobody does. Here's the thing. Who wants to just highlight the belly button? If you're going to oh, show it off, right. you got to show off the whole, like, the midriff. Okay, right? Fair wear, yeah. wear a crop top. Like Is highlighting, style? highlighting a part of your body that is otherwise kind <laughs> of a, like, if you really think about it. It's not a part of your body any of us necessarily want to be staring at. Yeah, that's it's what not, that's not a body shirt. part meant for isolation in terms of... No. Like, because like, <laughs> exactly. she's, she's worn some of those, like, cropped off, like, sweater or loungewear tops, and that looks fine on her. Looks like, great. Yeah. Again, we're not trying to, like... Ooh, she's, no, she's obviously so a very a very tiny and fit woman. I'm just it's saying, like just it was a weird look. Yeah, she had a jacket on. She had like jeans on, and everything was kind of squinched, and it was just like eh. it was almost How like the last outfit in the suitcase, or like what the meal you make from three different nights of leftovers in the fridge. Just like, well, I got yeah. everything else is at the Pennsylvania Dutch dry cleaning right now. Yes, I'm I, wearing I the belly button shirt together. It's being steamed with Fashion some Nova. Milk Fashion right Nova sent me this box of shirts to wear, so I guess I gotta wear this one. This yeah. is the last one. Anyway, as you alluded to, Rachel comes in really sad and just yeah, very big cold. sad girl, big sad girl energy. They went to go make pottery. So much. She's like, "That's the slowest walk ever up to him." She's like, hey. "Well, yeah, they certainly filmed it that way." Hey. Well, she didn't. And he that. like knows. No. No. No then, jump hug. Like you can tell, he right away is doing the thing like what's going on like and she's just like giving him the fine i'm fine yeah all all us women been there before (laughs) well it's like that it's the same like matt uh obliviousness of like asking abigail like why was this week so hard for you like why i i clearly didn't ask you on a one-on-one date why are you so what are you upset about like why are you so standoffish i just sexed two other women in the house (laughs) I don't get it. Back to back. Attention, back to back. I'm about to make you back to back to back. You feel me? The Bash Brothers. The Bash Brothers are here. 
<laughs> yeah. Um. So they 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 make sad pottery, and Rachel like homegirls being petty call, calls it off and wants to talk to Matt. Uh, but anyhow, then they clear the air, and and Matt tell evidently she gets the probably the clarity that she needed you know, like, to use to needed. use a bachelor term. Um, and then it's like kind of like all good after that. Then she's all, "Oh, you look so good. You look so nice. Ugh. I'm so cold." Um, I mean, listen, it's clear generally have Hallmark a negative. Of a woman in her early twenties. We have dating. generally negative outlook on Rachel. I think it's pretty clear, <laughs> but um, she doesn't do a whole lot to redeem herself on these in these episodes. No. At least. no. That being said, um, especially compared to the other two, like when we have. When we have fantasy suite film for all three ladies, <laughs> she did not show the best on film. Like exactly. just her film by itself wasn't great. But when you stack it up against the other two, it's especially not great. Yeah. yeah. What well, came across to me? Petty, needy, jealous, insecure. Yeah. Those are things you can work on and should work on as you mature yep. into your mid to late twenties. Um, yep. But you're going, you're going through some stuff. You're not built for this, Rachel. Right. Yeah. Not right now. I Maybe mean, I mean, back. that's true. I, I think you're asking an awful lot of any person to be 100% okay what? with like, nobody and said, secure. nobody said that like the situation would not look, but my thing is the other two women were in the exact same situation. And like, you were able to see them kind of go about it with maturity or like even express like, yeah, this is weird. This is hard. Like to be thinking of you being with other women, but you know what? I also want to focus on my time with you instead of my need, my desperate need for assurance and validation from you yeah. is going to like outshadow the time I get to have with you. And now it all becomes about you giving me the validation I'm looking for. Yeah. But- I, I get I get it. I get it. I'm just saying, like it it, it it's awfully like like how else how yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, like Brie expressed like mm-hmm. very conflicting emotions, but kind of talked her way through. OK, like, here's how I'm going to deal with it rather than kind of imploding. And like, I'm I'm yeah. all for like showing emotion and not bottling it up inside. But sure. there appeared to be a much more rational, level headed way to deal with some of those things. Sure, but at the same time, we ended last week's episode with her like wondering aloud why she got the last rose and needing some sort of validation that she it was everything was okay. But she never went to Matt for that validation. But she talked about it openly. Not with him. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's the difference. Like that's what Jordan is saying. Like these other women might be able to like, yeah, maybe they'll say it in their ITM, but they eventually like walk themselves through it or work through it without it having to be this like. I have to go to this other person to fulfill this need I have for like reassurance or validation. At, least, at least we didn't see him talk about it. Right. Sure. They could have talked but, about it, but they could have. Also, Logan, I'm I'm interested. You're usually the one <laughs> at this point of the season who's like, don't you know what you signed up for? <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. I just like, I don't recall this same like vitriol towards Maddie last year when she acted the exact same way. Oh, I did. Okay. I, I mean, I, I mean, was probably I, standing up for my team member. At, at <laughs> exactly, and, and but, that's fine. I just like I, I think I, I think we have a generally negative opinion of Rachel, and I think it's well earned. But I think that that bleeds into some of the way that we like 
view her actions on the, like every single one of her actions on the show gets viewed through the lens of our negative it, generally it makes negative it easier to punch that. down for sure bingo yes and that's all i'm saying I, I i don't think she handled herself the best she clearly didn't handle herself the best of especially of the three girls on this show but i just like don't think it's a completely absurd thing to be bummed out that this situation is is happening yeah but again that, that... nor is it unique to her yeah, right. and that for me kind of does go back to like, okay, you're this is the 25th season of that show. Obviously, she <laughs> yes, you should you should understand, seasons, but right? Like, but you should know what's the going audacity on. to come into this and think like, oh well, <laughs> I certainly wouldn't fall fall victim to this emotional trap, or like I'm I'm somehow going to be the exception to the rule and not be yeah. bothered or or flinch when this stuff shows up, like. Uh-huh. It, it seems pretty predictable that it does happen <laughs> to the yeah, young no, ones, especially. Young yeah. ones falter. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, anyway. blah blah she, blah. It's hard to remember. Of course, she has the date too, where it's like they get fireworks. They get a nice, nice dinner. The nice, like basically. They didn't even have dinner. Like, they just had like oh. sexy snacks. Oh yeah, that's right. They had sexy snacks. Netflix and chill. And then they had an actual like. I don't know what you would call Charcuterie Where it's like Michelle had a suite. Brie had a log cabin. Rachel had, it was like its own standalone, like. Yeah, it even got one of the, like, oh, the title like lines little... in the in the screen. Uh-huh. Like the Mallard like... estate or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Their own estate and their own fireworks. It's like, oh, okay. Thanks, ABC, for letting us know who the winner is going to be. Appreciate yeah. y'all. Imagine being the other girls. Well, and she got the she got the pull away live me, Aloe Black. That's who it was. She got the pull away Aloe oh, Black God. concert. That's right. So that's when we knew. Uh, that's right. That is when here? we knew. Can we get out of here and listen to Aloe Black together and sway? I was getting some. Uh, I was having some uh, throwback to Ivan's date watching oh. Breeze. I was like, that's when you know. It's like, oh, Ivan got the camper and Bree got the log cabin. <laughs> Girl, you going home? All right. Yeah, it's a real shame. So anyhow, we've given away the lead here, yeah, we um, but okay. uh, <clears throat> we get to a rose ceremony. Brie goes home. Brie does get sent home, not because she doesn't look really she looks fuego. stone cold fox. She took I'm your she took your advice, Logan. She showed up looking absolute bonkers. Yes, and you you have to. Guys, yeah, I mean, make it hurt. Make it hurt. Make it make him feel the pain when he sends you home. It had all the great features of a wonderful dress. Open back. Well, love what she did with her hair too yeah like, like if you're gonna wear the like high neckline like um choker get, neckline yes. yeah. put the hair back the and hair like, your neck, your back. Bun, yeah. like low bun it had the like open low back and then a high slit in the front mm. oh girl was working it oh she was yes it. it was gorgeous you could make a, a solid argument though that like strong cleavage is helpful on a dress too but that I was a dress that did not feature that, which sometimes is a gimmick, I will say. When you've got a, a flowy open back like that, though, you don't want to overdo it. You can't I have, understand. like, flowy cleavage. You can't go high neck. neck. You can't, you can't go high neck. You can't cut out too many shapes when you're making the Jennifer Lopez. Stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. you got to wear the alien boob stickers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? The pedals. The pedals. These are an important. Uh, Jordan, I've learned these are an important feature of, of female uh, dress up. Dress up. <laughs> <laughs> female. I could. Female dress up. 
Any boobs. You almost made that through with a straight yeah. face, but yeah, no, you're right. Um, all right, so how do we feel uh, going into next week, Michelle v. Rachel? I feel bad Look, for Michelle. Yeah, it's going to be tremendous Produ- content. Production wants us to think that he doesn't pick anyone. He definitely picks Rachel. Yeah, he picks Rachel, and then they get. There's been enough hubbub online the about the and fallout. Then the beard yeah, starts growing. The depressed single man beard starts growing. <laughs> Not good. Tale as old as time. Yeah, right. You start hitting the Peloton twice a day, so just once a day, and you grow the beard out, start looking a little sunken in in the eyes. Um, Do you want to address the Heather Martin rumors? Oh, well, I mean, I think there's, like, some pretty substantial rumors out there that that Matt and Rachel are no longer together, if if indeed Rachel is the winner. Um, And uh, Matt has been spotted slash geotagged in San Clemente, California. Mm. Hometown of one Heather Martin. Um, and, you know, they, they seem like the, the correct kind of beautiful simpletons that would make each other happy. So I think that, I, I you know, where there's smoke, there's fire probably on that one. But uh, There's also some, like, speculation that she was cut from the Women Tell All. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so she posted something on her Instagram story or TikTok or one of those video services. And um, so someone, like, asked her, like, was that you? In, in one of the cutaway scenes, there was clearly, like, all the girls are looking at one of the screens. And there's a girl in the back row, so the closest row to the camera, with long, straight blonde hair that was in none of the other women tell all scenes. I saw like on my Instagram pop page, like a blurry shot of what looked like her, but it was like from the back off stage or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then she like, she like reposted that, that clip and she was sitting in a chair and she like turned around. It was kind of funny actually how she did it. But so, I mean, she effectively confirmed that she got edited out of the women tell all. Um, some people suspect that it's because she and Matt are dating now, but there's also how the can, whole thing how, like how they, she, she be probably dating? because she wasn't on the whole season. My guess is that she probably got pulled in just for like a one-on-one interview with Chris, and like there was one point where she might have been sitting with the rest of the girls, but like they just chose to cut that for airtime. Yeah, it doesn't that. mean that like. It doesn't have to mean anything. Or because all the girls went full psychopath mean girl again at her, and, like, it was the worst possible look. Yeah. Uh, Victoria tried to, like, fight her or something. Just, like, got out of her chair. From her dress. Other friend of the podcast, Christina Arkenbaum, speculates... What are you working about? Both speculates and fears that Heather Martin might also be the next Bachelorette. Ooh. No way. Yeah, that would be tough for me. I think it's, it's going to be Katie. Tough watch. There's a lot of rumblings. It's going to be, be Katie. Tough for me, too. I am curious why you're so out on Katie. I'm, Would you prefer I, Katie or Heather? Let's start there. Oh, I, Katie okay. over Heather for We're sure. We're find you some small victories here. Yes. <laughs> like, I would actually watch Katie's season. I oh, would we're have watching a hard, I would have a hard time watching Heather's season because would, she would just annoy the <laughs> out of me. But my fear with Katie... It's not that I don't like Katie or I'm out on Katie. She's a little too much dip on her chip. My fear, and I think I might have said this in a prior episode, is that did. she might come across as Claire. Yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to put that on her. She doesn't seem like she's so beholden to The Bachelor, though, that like Claire, to me, came off a little bit like too 
I was formed in the darkness, you know, like she like But see, my fear with Katie is she got a little taste of that because she got really popular in Bachelor Nation sure. for being the person to speak up. She got a big following. And like now mm -hmm. she seems to kind of be one of those people who Trump's like to be one of the like I don't know. But she's having her moment in the spotlight. I and can see it. She, yeah. Yeah, I could see that happening and I think the best thing for her and her image maybe would be that she does not get that opportunity to like to go overboard in that direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like because I, I remember, like, I think Peter's the classic example of this, right? Like, Peter, through Hannah Brown season, we were like, yeah, Peter's a cool, chill dude. Like, whatever. Right. Like, oh, he's the bachelor. Like, this could be neat. And then he just turned into the biggest doofus because we got to see so much more of him. That's so, true. like, I, th I think it's uh, a given that you're going to uncover some new warts the more you see of somebody. But oh, yeah. I, I do think katie could potentially have maybe a higher risk of going way off the deep end in that direction like you said emily because kind of tastes or appetizers of that got reinforced more or less yeah. by the public yeah i have a question emily would you rather it be katie or serena p Oh, Serena P. All day, any day. Really? I think she'd make a great bachelorette. You don't think that? Because to she's, me, she's I think what, like she. 22 I two or twenty three. She's very. She's, she's very, very young. young. But she has. Yeah. To, to me, she has similar. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. She has <laughs> similar vibes to um, uh, Heather. No. Uh uh. I think Heather? she's way more like aware and self-deprecating and just kind of like with the situational awareness than heather is heather comes across as very naive uh well yeah yeah and sure. annoying <laughs> okay yeah i'm not necessarily Anno annoying annoyed. is a bit of a is a bit of a subjective measure I'm not, yeah but i'm not necessarily I, I, annoyed I by heather but i can just kind of see how she might be viewed as a bit ditzy i just think that like serena like to me head. serena came off as a one-trick pony like she was very nice like that was really it uh-uh okay i mean that's fair but that's how it was for me so, I mean, I, See, I would find Serena annoying, too, to your point. <laughs> I I think it's reverse. I think kind of a little bit what Jordan said, that, like, how Heather can sometimes come across as a bit of an idiot. I mean, I think, I think Heather would but be like, very annoying, too, but I don't I think, think anyone... Heather comes across as the girl who's, like, always happy and just really nice, where Serena, she's the one who talked about to Matt about, like, oh, like, are you just, like, super into turtles or something? Like, she's sarcastic, she's witty smart she has an actual job um all the I think things she's you can say about more, katie too she's more dynamic sarcastic, and again maybe this maybe we're appears more oppressive about serena p a because we're comparing her to heather but b because she like she's really young and so i think it surprised me at least that she was like that on the ball or that maybe emotionally developed that's interesting you guys thought that. I didn't think that about her. I thought she was really boring and just, like, mm. came across, like, basically okay. sweet. Like, I was happy that she spoke up for herself, uh, I guess, when she said she didn't like the tantric yoga date. But, like, I don't know. I think she also spoke up. I mean, she had a really strong presence on her first date with Matt, like, where I think she spoke up for herself and wasn't afraid to give him a hard time. And then even sure. on her, I think even how she handled 
the breakup, I think was like to just say it straight as it is like, you're not my person. Like she didn't give him the, like, it's not me. It's not you. Like we're not a match. Yeah. That, that's true. Very mature. <clears throat> I thought. And she didn't make it about like, you know how Kit kind of approached the breakup in a weird way? Like, I just can't yes. be here anymore. <laughs> like, for a 22-year-old to be at a point where you can say, like, look, this just isn't, like, this, this isn't, isn't going to work out. Right. And, like, it just leave it at that, I thought was very immature. All right. All right. Not not a hypothetical here, but I guess I'm wondering, looking back, we've done this, what, through four or five seasons, four or so now, like, I think we're pretty much out on everybody by the end of the year. Did How did we feel about Hannah Brown? I think we were ambiently okay with hannah as yeah. the bachelorette right yes yeah. okay but by the end of the season was it was like oh my that. god she is killing me oh yeah it's just way too crazy she's keeping luke around she's got great dudes like what is she what is she doing like i i think that's an inevitability so we probably don't Did need not that, feel like... that way with Tasha. yeah but we that's didn't true. get a full full taste but i think true. also Tasha, we got like she was the polar opposite of Claire. She was 100% in and down. Com- coming and she just, in she off just, the heels of Claire made it that yeah, much. So cheer, so cheerful. And I thought it was a good group of guys on Tasha's season. I also know you guys weren't watching back then, but Andy Dorfman made a great Bachelorette. The Dorf Dog? The Dorfinator? Shout out. Anyway. What's she up to now? To the Dorf Dog. I think she's in New York. I think she's single. I think she's yeah. like running a lot. I remember right. Yeah, actually, they were like, uh, I mean, yeah, not in that way, but like, I think, just as a, I think she and, and uh, Matt and Tyler were like doing a running club thing and some like bachelor meetup stuff. Yeah. Wow. Just posting. This was like over a year ago. Along the way, you know. SponCon. <laughs> but yeah, I think to your point, like, especially with how burnt out we are from like back, <laughs> yeah. back to back, That's like true. bachelorette and bachelor, it's hard to get excited about any new lead. Cause it's just like, Oh my gosh. And like, let's face it. This has been a really on fun season to watch. It's just been like super. Got like, a little bit spoiled air, about halfway through too, just with like, yeah, with, with some off field activities. Yeah. It's like the actual, like first few episodes were filled with so much toxic behavior from victoria and anna and then there was all the stuff that was happening like off the actual show that it was just like it's been a tough season to really like watch i think everyone's just kind of like i i am legitimately excited for paradise again though oh yeah bring back paradise i'm for that i would much rather watch paradise oh side note speaking of paradise remember old boy god what is his name What is his name? He uh, got the fight with the dude. You always forget I his always name. Bring I know this his dude. name by now. No, I should... Initials are JK. Jordan Kimball. There you go. He is. <laughs> he is uh, Jordan. You'll find this funny. He is a. Um, he is the newest Turning Point USA ambassador. Oh my like, god! Yeah, yeah, dude. He posted it on his Instagram the other day. It's wild. Like, like the, ah. it was like a good thing for him. What a loser. So. Yeah, anyhow. Um, so look out for him in your next Charlie Kirk terrible arguing in bad faith video. Yeah, he and Dan um, Crenshaw are going to make another action movie or something. <laughs> Just so the, anyhow. the dumbest people. He's like, I am so excited uh, to announce that I am the newest Turning Point USA ambassador that got. But I saw he got engaged, so good for him. I guess. Okay. <laughs> yes. um, also, just a little like. Speaking of how things could be better in Paradise, 
if you guys haven't listened to it already, um, Juliet Littman did a podcast with Jared Freed on Friday, mm. and it was like nine things that could improve The Bachelor, and it's just like suggestions they're making to the show. And let me tell you, yeah, I would much more, <laughs> I would more enjoy that show that they're talking about. They have some great suggestions. It's a great listen. I think everyone who listens to our podcast now knows we're a huge fan of Jared Freed around yes. here. Yes, it's it's very funny. I highly recommend it. What what was your favorite of the recommendations? Just give a little taste. Um. Okay. Let me think back to some of them. Well, there was there was oh, it was talking about you know how we kind of get the bio of the women. Yes. <laughs> they talked about like you mean the, the only league, data point that we draft our whole teams off of every like, year. Like actually yeah. having well, kind of like a fact like sheet about the women and like actual like what they like, but then the dates also have to be like dates you would actually have in real life, like. What's a date the lead would actually take you on? Like maybe knowing some of these things about you. And the lead also has to plan group dates like that too. So like, uh, okay, out of the women, okay, like most of these women say on their bio they like to cook. So we're going to do like a date where we're going to get a, like uh, uh, one of those meal kits that you like make from home. And whoever Hello does Fresh. it, the best, like HelloFresh and whoever makes it the best. Some like SpawnCon there. Easy built in SpawnCon. But I thought that was funny. Like they actually have access to some of those like, facts and info and they actually have to be the one to like plan the date hmm. but that was interesting so you're telling me matt james didn't plan all of these dates you mean he didn't buy the red bottom shoes that shall not be named for rachel get out of here wow. i know uh another one was like doing a survivor mood uh move and having an immunity uh like <laughs> item hidden in the house when the girls have to try to like find and like, get immunity this week. <laughs> that was funny that's uh, classic yeah it yeah. was a pretty good one and then another one that you know, i can remember off the top of my head another one i had off the top of my head was uh they were talking about instead of <laughs> Instead of getting the interview with the person who's broken up with, like in the limo, you actually have to sit down the lead and like, all right, give us a rundown of why you let like these people go. Oh, wow. It was it was great. I was like, oh, I can see that. Like, all right, let's talk tape. Here. Excited for Matt James to be like give the biggest non-answer of all time. He has a future in politics. He does a, he does a great job of giving non-answers. Or, or coaching. Or, or coaching, yes, yes. yes. Or, or just like just not giving yes. any information at the halftime slash post game. Listen, I wish I could tell you a reason that I broke up with you. You're one of, obviously you're one of three I, left here. I can't and... comment on it honestly until I see the film. <laughs> um, but I'm sure you know there's some execution problems. Maybe a blown assignment in there. Um, I mean, bottom line, better. We got. I got to coach better, uh, and uh, the players got to play better. Yeah, so. I mean that's what that's what we're doing at practice, like. I don't know what everyone else thinks we're doing, but we're doing it. <laughs> okay, guys, score update. Oh. oh, I will have you know, Jordan. I'm going to tattle on Logan. And you may or may choose to gang up on him with me. But <laughs> when it came time for Bree's date, and I was like, oh, okay, like I get to take a break from scoring. Your turn. Logan's like, oh, I really have to score? I'm like, yeah, you really have to score. He's like, why? There's no chance of Jordan winning. I was like, oh my gosh. Even so, you do this for the honor and integrity of the game. Are you are you scoring so my team? Disappointed in you. Are you scoring my team? Yeah. All right, I'll make you score all of Michelle's points. Yeah. Week. 
for no reason at all. I'm doing it because I have integrity. Yeah. It's not that. That's such a. That's such a silly. While, you know what? While we're on scores and Michelle, okay. okay, I've accused Logan in the past of drafting with spoilers, so I, I took I, it. A, <laughs> I took it upon myself to gather <laughs> gather some evidence for the okay. people. Love to this. make their own decision. I'm going to present this to our listeners. <laughs> Nothing can make me more excited. I've turned this over to the authorities. At this point, it's out of my hands. Waiting All on right. FOIA request results. Okay. If you okay. go back to January 3rd, year of our Lord 2021, we recorded a draft episode. After our picks were made, <laughs> and we were just kind of shooting the breeze, at the one hour... 50 minute and about 15 second mark of this episode, which is available on your favorite podcast <laughs> service. Love this. Logan really excited says, for this. Logan says, and I quote, now we can go on reality, Steve, and find out who won? Question mark. And Emily says, only if you want to spoil the season for yourself, Logan. And Logan replies, I like doing that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, January 4th, a Monday, the premiere episode of Matt James's season airs. And you know right. what else happens? Reality Steve drops an article titled Spoilers for Matt's Season. <laughs> and in that article is the text, and this is again verbatim, line for line. Who are the final four? Well, I don't have all of them. I only have three that I know for sure. Serena Pitt, Rachel Kirkconnell, and Michelle Young. And in parentheses, in parentheses, he reinforces Michelle enters as part of the group of five after rose ceremony two. <laughs> Three weeks pass before January twenty fifth when we draft mm -hmm. this group of five over the phone. Yeah. A phone call during which Logan seemed to be angling for the number one pick for himself. Oh, okay, that's fine. And who did you take? I, I don't think it. I don't think you. I took Michelle because <laughs> she was a basketball player, and I was struck by her athleticism. Mm. If those are guys <laughs> that help you sleep at night, like <laughs> <laughs> I, I truthfully, I will. I will say, at some point, I did look at the reality Steve thing, um, but I don't. I, I don't recall having seen Michelle. I don't recall any recollect. I had no recollection of Michelle, and I don't know when we. I looked at that versus when we drafted. You also so you could be onto something, you, Jordan, even, based on your time, but it didn't have any effect on who I picked. Well, that you're consciously aware of, it could have been somewhere in your subconscious, like oh, I've seen this name or this picture before. So I so you're telling me like that I intentionally portrait. drafted the worst possible team. And tanks the first three That's weeks, so I could get. Saying. So I could get. There were no, no spoilers available before our our initial draft. It was, it was uh, the day after. It was our our the day ten, after. our ten unit roster. Then spoilers yeah. got published. Then right. three weeks passed, and then we drafted the group of five. Hmm. Well. That's going to be one of life's little mysteries. We're going to have to deal <laughs> with it Only you and forever. Jesus know. Only <laughs> Jesus and I know. That'll right. be one of the questions That's I true. ask. I'm gonna, I'll keep <laughs> get to the furligans. You just I've have one question, Lord. Did Logan <laughs> cheat did on the Bachelor reality, Steve, before? 2021, before <laughs> January 3rd. And if he did, did it subconsciously affect his decision to pick Michelle? <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Well... Uh, so I appreciate it. That's good. That's mind. really good research. Yeah. Feel free to make up your mind. I will gladly ride. Uh, that's three out of four for your boy. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Just saying. 
we're out here. Coming on the heels of season where he got knocked down a peg, it all makes sense. There's motive. <laughs> there's motive. There's means. Yeah. I rest my case. Yes. The prosecution rests, Your Honor. <laughs> the same motive you guys all have. Um, thank you, Jordan. That was delightful. Yeah, you're welcome. Appreciate appreciate that. Um, content. Let me put together some notes and I'll, I'll <laughs> you should be the next Turning Point USA ambassador, the way that you expose the truth so, so yeah. eloquently. Boy, you want to talk about exposing the truth. There are some radio stations down here in Yaleville. That oh, are, I'm sure. The truth is getting exposed? Uh, allegedly. Right. Mm. Love to see it. What you're talking about is some opinion pieces getting pawned off as news. I, like I've I've been running through the scan button on on my rental car, a Jeep Wrangler <laughs> Sport, by the way. Oh, um, you like it? Not really. I I like it less than I thought I might. Um, they're um pretty like clunky, right? They're it's yeah, it's just kind of boxy, and I don't think they've maintained like it's got twenty five thousand miles on it. Um, it's probably only a year or two old, and I don't think it's been treated very kindly. So. Mm. But it's gotten me from A to B to C. Um, but yeah, there was and like a there was an English sounding gentleman on the radio uh, okay. urging people to buy a my pillow and support this guy who yes. is trying to be canceled by the radical left. And he went on for like a minute and a half about it. I was awestruck. <laughs> an like, English sounding gentleman. Yeah. Wow. Like, First of all, isn't this isn't this news story like a month at least a month old at this point? I honestly but. think it's like. It's to trick people into thinking they're listening to the BBC or a spinoff of a reputable site. And they're like, oh, well, they, this smart English sounding gentleman oh. is telling me. Well, tally ho. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild stuff. Love, love it. You heard any good news stories recently? Uh, I mean, I've, I've seen and heard some disturbing things, yes. Yeah. Yeah, It'll be exposed in, in, the, uh, in our off-season content. In due time, for sure. Okay, well, let's take one more step closer to the off-season content here and, and land this plane. Uh, you got anything else, Emily? Jordan? From Arkansas? From Yellville? Yeah. I think, All right, uh, thanks. I think we're good. Thanks for joining us on the Wheel Route Putt. Are we going to make Jason... Uh, watch the final episode and pod with us next week. Oh, we should. Also, a special happy birthday to Jason. Happy yeah, birthday, Jason. HPD. 32 years young yesterday. Look at you, buddy. 32 That's right. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see what we want to do about Jason. Maybe we can talk him into it. I'm sure uh, I could. Find us on the internet at, uh, that's dwheelrout.com. It's the website. You could throw three W's up there before you, too, if you're feeling nostalgic. Uh, you can find us at the Wheel Route on Twitter. WheelRoutePodcast at gmail.com is our email address. Um, otherwise, we'll talk to you next week. Love you. Go Gators. Go Hoos. May the roses ever be in your favor, boys.